water. It's essential to life, but it's also something that so many of us here in America take for granted. Imagine how different your life would be without access to clean water in your home. What if you had to walk to the nearest creek, stream, lake, or pond to get water? Suddenly, going to work and school wouldn't be an option because you and your children would have to spend your days collecting water. This is the day-to-day reality of most families living in the world's poorest countries. But what if I told you that you can change that reality for just pennies a day? Through our water projects, Food for the Poor is working to meet the need for water in 17 impoverished countries. But it won't happen without you. Incredibly, it only takes $15 to provide a child access to clean water for life. $15. Decades and decades of access to water for a child. Give the life-changing gift of water now. Just text USA Radio to 91999. Text USA Radio, all one word, to 91999. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Sir, the airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk to... Hi, my name... The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to the third and final hour hanging out with Denise, Todd, myself, Fred Penny, and our producer, Cal Hunter. Uh, this is Radio Law Talk, 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. Check out our social media. Pretty much just type in Radio Law Talk. You'll get most of our social media on most of the platforms. But we do use Instagram more than anything. So go ahead and go to Instagram, uh, Radio Law Talk, doc, and go to radiolawtalk.com to see our website. By the way, I forgot to tell you guys, <coughs> excuse me, we're revamping our website and it's almost done. I think it'll go live within the next few weeks. We're going to have a new website. And, uh, uh, you know, I like the old one, but they said it's just time for a fresh look. And so we're going to do a fresh look just for the heck of it. Sounds so, like fun. Well, that way it's going to be a picture of me instead of the front. I'm going to be more to my side. A profile picture. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I thought you were just going to be showing off your shoulder with that fresh <laughs> look. <laughs> I, no, I, I, th- I think the picture ought to be Fred hanging out of a jet, a la Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible. No, it's no. a Putin picture. He'll be on riding the jet like a horse with no shirt on. That's what it's going to oh, be. That would be <laughs> awesome, Fred. Yes. <laughs> no, it includes my co-hosts. I mean, there's a are we. Uh, but it, you know, are we going to do a photo shoot? No, we're not going to do the one. They're, they're just no. We're not going to stand by each other. You, you're going to be in there. It's going to be right near. It, but we, you'll wait and see it. It's going to be a surprise. It's Fred, be Fred took the pictures of us with his iPhone and then yeah, ran it through a couple of Photoshop. No, things. no, I used the. I, I think you have a mustache and, and I, I have eyeliner and you have horns and horns. Yeah. <laughs> no, you use it like those little uh, apps you use that put stuff on your face. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, what that's what we're going to do. But no, we're excited for that. So go to radiolawtalk.com. But again, go to our Instagram or if you want to email us, info. At radiolawtalk.com. Again, info, I-N-F-O, at radiolawtalk.com. We're going to talk about some interesting things uh, this hour. But remember, we're talking about general topics of law. We're not giving legal advice. Seek counsel. We're going to talk about Marilyn Manson lawsuit, uh, Sarah Palin's latest uh, issues coming up. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, Naya Riviera. She was Glee, an actress for Glee. 
Uh, she drowned in a California lake, and it's a very interesting case and a bizarre case. I'm going to tell you why it's bizarre, and we're going to talk about the latest lawsuits there. But what we're talking about is uh, is the most important thing. Uh, oh, wait a minute. The most important thing that we have this third hour, Denise, is... Quick takes. Quick takes. At the end, we always like to do a quick take, which is, look, you've heard three hours of us talking, and we've got some cool stuff we talked about. But, you know, you'd only remember a few things, right? And so we're going to throw out each of us just a blurb so you can remember that during the week, and we really appreciate it. Um, Cal, will you roll case? Or yeah, who knows? I get a charge out of this one. To play case or no case. Yay! A charge out of this one, Todd. Experiments carried out by Martin Fleischman and Stanley Pons claim to have solved a long-sought solution to energy production. At the University of Utah in 1989, they claimed to have created cold fusion, in effect, in a, in a desktop device, like a test tube, so to speak. The amount of press their claims generated was incredible, and so were the offers to people who wanted to cash in on this amazing technology. The reality is that cold fusion is essentially using the energy of the sun to create electricity like a nuclear reaction, but with no heat. Enter into the picture giant Westinghouse and its founder, George Westinghouse. He put on a li- he said, put on a live public demonstration and I'll pay you five million dollars in cash for your technology to license it and pay you a lifetime royalty. So they agreed, and they set up the demonstration. Westinghouse footed all of the expenses for the new lab equipment, and then on to the big day. Well, it turns out that the chemists' findings weren't really replicated at this, in air quotes, demonstration. And the aging Mr. Westinghouse, who had put himself and his company's future on the line there, was furious. He called his legal team and asked if he might have a cause for action against Fleischmann and Pons and Utah State University, or the University of Utah, excuse me, because he said they all guaranteed their technology was functional and Westinghouse needed this. So we put up the upfront costs and the amount of money because without it, we won't have a means of generating electricity. We're not going to go back to fossil fuels. We're going to go cold fusion. So now it was cold fusion or nothing, and it was nothing. So is it you, Todd? Case or no case? Yes, it is me. It is me also, the case of Utah cold fusion. Interesting that we would be a Utah case with cold fusion is uh, on the break. Fred and I, and we were discussing, for some reason, the weather in Utah. It's going to be a balmy 19 degrees this week. Uh, so n- no shocker that it uh, would be cold fusion out of Utah. And it will generate its own electricity, yes, apparently. Yes, yes, <laughs> its own electricity out there. Wow, this, this just sounds awesome. And, you know, cold fusion... Uh, energy without heat, that has been the unicorn of the energy industry for as long as there's been an energy industry right. and why anybody would guarantee that it could happen and why Westinghouse would think, I'm going to put all my eggs in that basket given that it's never worked up to that point. That's a good story, Cal, but it's not a case. No mm-hmm. case. Okay, Denise, what do you think about this cold fusion trying to catch the miraculous genie in the bottle, which, by the way, there's a today reason why cold fusion is back in the news. We'll talk about that later. But, uh, Denise, what do you think, case or no case? Um, no case because cold fusion's back in the news, and it made you think of using it <laughs> as a topic. And what would be interesting as a big company investing in um, a bad uh, idea that didn't work, and I say no case. 
Well, fine. Mr. Penny, what do you say about this? We've been around each other for how long, Denise? We've known each other for a long time, haven't I, we? I, I don't even know. I don't know. remember, but it's a long time, and, it, and we've worked on cases together. More than it's, a, it's like exactly what you said was in my mind. <laughs> it's like it's, it's scary. I'm going to tell my wife, you tell Mike. You know, it's like, hey, it's getting really weird because whatever she thinks, I thought too, and it's telling you. And that's exactly I, the words you said. Were exactly, the minute Cal said, it's in the news and I want to talk about it, I go, he made it up. Cal, <laughs> that was a good story, and it was all made up. And guess what? The positive thing about this, Cal, mm. if all three of us are wrong, because we all did the same thing. We say it's no case. I get two points. You three. get three points. Oh, three. <laughs> One against each of us. Here we go, Cal. Tell us Well, the Denise, truth. get your pen ready. Get your pen ready. Put it right down there by Cal's name and put zero. No case. <laughs> Now, the thing in Utah did happen. It's a true story. Westinghouse and others did put up a lot of money to try to see if this technology would work because, as Todd said, that is the genie in a bottle, the unicorn that everybody was hoping and praying for. But guess who is now reinvestigating cold fusion? Okay, wait, wait a guess. It's got to be like Elon Musk or uh, one of the big big guys that are Amazon. Amazon, one of the big big companies. Big Todd, big what do you guys. think? One extra point for getting this one right. I don't know. I bet it's somebody who's married and divorced. He's basing cold fusion <laughs> on the experience thereof. But go on. I, I have no idea. I'm gonna say, okay, I'm going to say Elon Musk. Say someone. So I, I, I was, if it was anybody, I'd say it was Elon Musk. And I'm just going to say Bezos, just for fun. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm going to say. It is Google. Wow. Uh, Google is said to be reinvestigating cold fusion, looking into it, and seeing because, you know, if it would ever work... It would solve. I mean, you could have one in oh your garage. God. You know, oh, if, yeah. if anybody's going to discover it, it's going to be just Google. They have the best search engine. Yeah. <laughs> just think, we just think we go for we go from you know water running out of the mountains and turning a turbine to cold fusion. Man, the technology just moving. We'll be back after this. We're going to talk about Marilyn Manson, Sarah Palin, and more. Stay tuned. As Brett said, there is much more radio law talk coming up right here on your local radio station and, of course, on radiolawtalk.com. Don't go away. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him, like, a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. How is your car payment treating you? 
What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800. Remember, Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday. Live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14. 31? I mean, 13? We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hugged goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. Listening to Radio Law Talk. ever who told you that it's time for more radio law talk with denise dirks todd kunin and your host frederick penny frederick penny frederick penny i I, look at least we're going to win an award for the best kitty bumps i know i bring it up all the time Cal, we got to find out if there's such an award there's not a category we're going to make it we can make make the we can tell them we want a category for that please best kitty bumps that's exactly right but you know we're going to talk about speaking of kitty bumps um not not that that has anything to do with this those of you who listen to our show usually our demographic we do have younger people that listen to it but the majority of people are probably 45 and older not a lot of them probably know who marilyn manson is 
or if they do, uh, they don't know about him. And he is a singer and uh, has had a number of hits. And um, apparently there's some issues going on. I think, Todd, you wanted to talk about Marilyn Manson. He, he, he dresses gothic is the word, right? And gothic yes. means black, dark, whatever. Yeah, and, and um, his, his, his public persona, his branding, if you will, isn't always – he doesn't look like anything in his branding when you see him. Pictures are taken of him without the makeup and without everything on. So yeah, kudos to you to being able to go out in the public and not being mobbed because nobody knows what you look like without all the garb on. And he's had very successful uh, music catalog. The only problem with him is – I could not think, just hearing the name Marilyn Manson, of any song that I was familiar with. But then when I go and listen to some of the songs that I see off a list, like, oh, yeah, I recognize that song and this song and this song. I just didn't know it was Marilyn Manson that did them. Um, but if you are familiar with the, uh, let's see, I think it was HBO show, um, oh, uh, Westworld. Star in that is Evan Rachel Wood. She is one of the stars. And she was... Uh, a partner of Marilyn Manson for a period of time. Evan Rachel Wood is in an upcoming documentary coming out on HBO. It's set. It's scheduled to debut on March 15th, but after all of these allocations, I'll be curious to see if that happens because in the documentary, uh, Evan Rachel Wood makes some very uh, damaging allegations about Marilyn Manson claiming that she was the victim of, of rape and sexual abuse and all that at his hands in a music video, one of his, that she was in in 2007. She, is, she claims that she was essentially assaulted during that video and that there, you and can watch filmed. the video. And it was filmed. And, and it's part of the music video. And she has all of these claims. And, the, and, and Wood is also responsible for and has been a, a driving force behind the Phoenix Act, which is a piece of legislation. Um, that extends the statute of limitations for domestic violence abuse uh, sufferers in the state of California. And so, and so it was following her rise as her claims being a victim and how she was a public advocate for getting the change to the statute of limitations in DV law. Well, Marilyn Manson now has come out and has filed a lawsuit against Evan Rachel Wood saying, yeah, all that stuff that she claimed about me, not true. And his lawsuit details with allegations about things that Wood had done. Uh, for example, he claims that Wood and, and a few others encouraged other folks to come forward with claims of abuse, gave them a checklist of 21 different items so that they keep their stories straight. Um, Marilyn Manson claims that Wood and another, what he claims a co-conspirator, a woman by the last name of Gore, created a fake document alleging that he was the subject of an FBI investigation and that that document was used by Wood in the state of Tennessee on a uh, child visitation, child custody issue to show that because he was under investigation, the kids should remain with her and not with him. And the claim is that document is 100 percent completely false. Which, if that allegation is true alone, that's a that's a federal felony. It is. It is procuring and creating a false document to be relied on for its evidentiary value by the court. That is not good for Wood. And, and isn't it like impersonating an FBI official too? Yes. And so, so this is 
this lawsuit that Marilyn Manson filed to defend himself, and, and you ask yourself, what damages has he suffered? On the allegations alone from Evan Rachel Wood before Manson filed his lawsuit, he was dropped by his record label. Yeah, a lot of damages. And, and, and that's affecting him. And just the monetary damages to him, I, I think it would be easy for him to establish if it's, in fact, the case that Wood's claims are untrue and Manson's claims are true. So the documentary is going to come out. You're going to see, if they still air it, they're going to see what the allegations are. Right now, you know, HBO's going, well, uh, what sort of liability can we get into by airing this if it's not true, given the fact that a case that we covered a couple of weeks ago, Netflix is in hot water for one line in the Queen's Gambit, which referred to an actual female Russian chess champion as having, quote, never faced male competition when in fact she had. And what's she seeking in that lawsuit? Five million dollars. Five million bucks for one line in a in a movie. All right. That turned out to be not true, and it's defamatory. Can you, uh, you wonder if HBO is going? Well, if we air this documentary that he's claiming the entire kit and caboodle is not true, well, was that a movie or a series? That whole Queen's Gambit. It was. Thing? A, I think it was. was a mini, it was a seven episode miniseries. Yeah, I think. I'm just, yeah, I'm just thinking that they needed to get more traction out of that than for just a film for five million bucks. But still, it's interesting how just allegations now change the world because Fred's always saying innocent unless proven guilty, you know. And here we have people alleged Marilyn Manson's out of a deal. It's all kind of interesting new world we live in today. Oh, and, yeah. and the allegations are that she conspired with other people to make these false allegations, um, including some of his former girlfriends. That's right. And so it, it's going to... It's going to get ugly going forward. We'll follow this one to see how it how it works moving forward. But I'll tell you, if if Woods claims are true and Manson's art, he's in a boatload of trouble and and vice versa. Right. What are you talking about? Oh, man, it sounds like uh, the allegations back and forth. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Absolutely. Big, big fight going on. Um, that kind of quieted down a little bit. You know, I know it's still going on some of it but uh, well, I thought it's because you mediated their dispute I wish they would come out Maryland if you have problems too it's only get a half hour's free but we'll be back after this and we'll talk about Sarah Palin and Naya Riviera's drowning case very in- interesting and sad now this wouldn't be a publicity stunt to get publicity for that upcoming documentary what it does that would be a long stretch wouldn't it all right we'll be back with more radio law talk right after this don't go away Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need. 
fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness value. Radio Law Talk Radio with Law Fred Talk Penny, with Todd Kunin, and Denise Dunn. This is the best show ever. I'm me at this time. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. I love hearing uh, in the background <laughs> Cal Hunter, our producer, laughing when the kitty bumps go off. <laughs> they're we, funny. We just, they're just like, let's just do a few more. Our people love that. I mean, do, do some of you we haven't done before. Go back and find the few that are just okay, the back up. Here's, let's do a few. Here's kids. my personal favorite right, right here. Todd has a kitty. And That's then, uh, Todd has a kitty. What does Todd's cat say? Those are kind of my favorites. Those are good ones. And then when Todd's not here. Where's Todd? And then. When uh, when uh, Cal loses, this is uh, a case or no case. I get this one. You are a loser. You're a whiner. <laughs> you know that's. I love that. Those are great. Yeah. Man. And then let's see. Here's one. Uh, you better listen to us. That's a good I one. I think Brad's the best. Yo, go to the one before that. You yeah. better you listen. You better listen to us. That's the one you got to play more often, Cal. You better listen to us. Okay. I'll, I'll put All that right. in the next All break. Right. Put All in right. the next break. Okay. So Sarah Palin. So everyone, we've discussed. Uh, that she lost her her lawsuit against New York Times, and um, so it, the issue was the judge threw out the case first before the jury had time to deliberate. They were deliberating, and the judge came out and said, "You lose. I am on the court's motion going to uh, you know say you lose the case." And she loses the case. And what happens is apparently now there's argument that. That the there's a thing called push notifications, and push notifications pop up on your iPhones, and it tells you, hey, the latest on this or that, what's going on, and now the allegations are that these push notifications um, came to the jurors that said, you know, on the news, the news came out that Palin loses, the judge ruled against her prior to the jury making their decision, and therefore that was discriminatory, and the judge shouldn't have done that. And now these uh, jurors were tainted because of the push notifications going to them on their phones saying the judge already decided to throw the case out. Now, here's a couple of issues or questions. So they're appealing on that. And what they've done is they've asked the uh, courts for a new trial. And, and this is the defamation case against New York 
the New York Times that that she lost, and the jury and the judge both uh, said she loses. But now she wants to do. Uh, they request the judge uh, overseeing the case being disqualified. They want that judge kicked out. They want a new judge and the judge to review whether or not they get a new trial. And if that doesn't work, then they'll go to the appellate court and then the, the state supreme court. I mean, the state supreme court. No, uh, no, the federal court. Right? It's a. Fe- uh, I can't remember if this was federal. Was it? This was federal court. I don't remember. It was. A, it was a U.S. district court judge. Yes. Yes. So okay. Federal. So it was federal court. So it'll go to the United States Supreme Court if they decide to take it. Now. The interesting thing about this is the following. So let's think about this. So let's assume that the jury did get the push notifications, and let's assume that the jury did see that, and let's assume that the jury did, in fact, get tainted because of that and found against Miss Palin. Does that all that matter? Because the judge on his, own, um, uh, on his own accord, well, actually, can step in and say this case uh, loses even without the jury. Uh, It's called a JNOV, judgment notwithstanding the verdict, right? Yeah, but he didn't do that. He actually announced it before the judgment or before the verdict. But I think where his his problem lies is why didn't he let it go to the jury and then do it by a JNOV, which is a judgment notwithstanding the verdict? He he, Instead, he says it's my job as the judge – to decide the law. And in this particular case, they did not meet the burden to show actual malice. And so whether or not that is law versus factual is kind of the question here because showing actual malice requires facts to show that rise to the level of actual malice. And <laughs> exactly. If, if it's your job to decide the law, Judge, then you're the one that has to decide that the law requires proof of actual malice. Exactly. And it's the jury's job to determine whether or not that occurred. So for the judge to say, it's my job to determine the law, and then to say, your facts do not meet that standard, okay, you're now going beyond the purview of your job. You're, you're, you're now saying that you're deciding the facts. And not just the law. And that's... It's kind of an interesting thing. Yeah. It's a putting the cart before the horse for sure. Because he would have the power to do a judgment notwithstanding the verdict. There's That's very common. And it's not often utilized, but it's very common. So this is going to be fun. And there's another thing I wanted to say. This judge, you know, they're saying that he's biased and that he should, you know, not be on the case anymore. And if you remember... We talked about this like three or four weeks ago that Sarah Palin got COVID. And when she informed the judge that she got COVID or when the judge was informed that she has COVID, he said, of course, and she is not vaccinated. That comment kind of, to me, sounds like he might have a little bias. Yeah, that's true. Now, Fred, did you have a multiple pronged uh, analysis you were doing on this? Because you you went through the one where the judge dismisses it beforehand, but the jury comes back and they also found for the defense. Well, my point is, is I think you guys raised what exactly what we're talking about, which I that's what I was going to talk about. But but and then and then Denise brought up the other issue about oh, of course you're not vaccinated. That sounds like this judge was uh, saying stuff he least he should have not said. But the thing is, the question is, how did it come to the attorneys? 
How did the information get to the attorneys that the jurors had received push notifications? And that is because of the judge. The judge issued an order dated February 16th where he said, look, after everything was done, this is the judge issuing an order to both sides. Several jurors volunteered to the clerk that prior to rendering of the jury verdict in this case, they had learned of the fact that this court's Rule 50 determination, the, dis- the dismissal, had occurred, and they learned through it through push notifications on their phone. And then the judge goes forward and he says, now look, essentially to the attorneys. All of you knew that I was going to do a Rule 50 determination and that I was going to make that determination before the jury came back. And I also told you it was my intention to to not only hear your arguments but to rule on it before the jury came back, and none of you objected to that procedure. So I really don't see um, why that should affect what happened. The issue I have with it is this. So we've talked about how the judge said – This is an issue of law, but then went on to make a factual determination about malice, right? Well, what if the jury had come back with a finding in Sarah Palin's favor, but then the judge dismisses the case because he had already made the decision to do it? Now, there is an appealable issue. Judge, did you exceed your authority by actually making a factual determination, not a legal determination, which is something I can take up on appeal? But now we've got jurors saying that they learned of your decision, and they're all, the jurors are all saying it had nothing to do with our determination for Ms. Palin. We just learned of it, but it didn't affect our deliberations, which is like telling the thirsty guy not to think about water. Um, it has to have some sort of effect. That's what the defense is going to argue. But because of the procedure, it denied us the ability to have a potentially appealable issue, and that's why we need a new trial. So it'll be and that's why they uh, well, and they told well, the judge they want you out. They want that judge yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. And and he invited the 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 judge invited the parties to bring anything that they think is appropriate at this time. And so we're going to be seeing what's happening. Yeah. They're doing a motion to get to kick the judge out and start having a new trial. Uh, they, they might have something there. But you know what? Like Todd and I and Denise were talking about during the break. Some of these big, long trials. Boy, there's bound to be something that someone did wrong or a mistake here and there that a judge or a, or, or a juror, I mean, juror might have done or, or even counsel, right? But, but, Fred, this one seems to, again, to a complete, I'm not one of you guys, don't, don't want to be, but this one seems so obvious to me that the judge displayed some level of bias, jump, jumping the horse, setting the, setting the barn on fire, and then saying, oh, well, I ruled that the barns burned down. I mean, it, 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 I don't get it. Yeah, what I don't get is true, and Denise brought this up, is JNOVs are after the verdict. Usually, why didn't he just wait? I mean, what's, I don't. If he had just waited, it would have been fine. Right. You know, because it, the juror found they didn't, you know, they didn't find actual malice. And the juror's and, claim <laughs> that it didn't affect me would be perfected because there was no ruling. Right. And judges do not want to take that from the jury. They want the jury to, to decide the issue unless legally it is wrong. Interesting. We're going to see what another judge is going to say. And, and then if another judge doesn't agree with them, uh, this same federal, another federal judge, then it'll it'll go up on appellate to the appellate court. And boy, oh boy, I don't know if it was just because we talk about a lot, but there's a lot of stuff going up to the Supreme Court. When we come back, we're going to talk about Naya Riviera's drowning lawsuit and the death sentence of the Boston Marathon bomber. Again, we're going to talk about that. We'll be back. There's much more Radio Law Talk coming up here as we head into our final segment, including quick takes. And you'll want to hear all of those as Radio Law Talk continues. Don't go away. 
All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-
You gotta dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Show the world that you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. Listening to Radio Law Talk. You better listen to us. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So Naya Riviera is the star of Glee, uh, the TV show, and um, she died age 33 in a lake in California in called Lake uh, Piru, P-I-R-U. And if you look at the lake, you can look it up, and it's not a very big lake as in... It's not a big lake, and its its shores are pretty close together. It's not like some lakes are so huge it takes forever to get from one place to the other. Generally speaking, where her pontoon boat was, she apparently, her and her son, um, and I, I just spaced his age, but I'll, I'll, I'll get that in a second, um, were in the boat together, and as she got the boat, uh, they uh, the testimony was that she was asked if she wanted um uh, um, uh, life jacket. She said no, and her and her son went out to apparently swim in the in the lake. By the way, it was July, and in that area of Southern California, it's not cold, and so it would have been fairly warm. The lake, um, and uh, she, apparently the wind must have kicked up. I believe the wind kicked up, and she helped her son get up on the pontoon boat. Now this, and he the- he had a life jacket on. Oh, did he? Go- yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she helped him get up on the life on on the boat, and then apparently she uh, drowned soon after that. He said he got up on the boat and he turned around this little boy, and then saw her just go under. And I don't know what I just don't I don't understand. And this has nothing to do with liability because there's liability issues here, and we're going to discuss that in a minute. But I don't understand this lake where maybe fifty seventy five yards away was the shore. How? She drowned. If she knew how to swim, I understood. My understanding: she knew how to swim. Get on your back, you paddle, you do what you can. I don't know what the 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 wind was up against her. I don't know what happened, but I'm just a little shocked that she couldn't go and swim somewhere to save herself. I don't know. Yeah, something apparently. I think it was water current too, because they had a hard time finding her body. It took them a long time, and they finally found her in the far northeast corner of the lake, which was not in the same vicinity of where um, the pontoon boat was, yeah. where she, her son was what found. What you do, just so you know, not, not, we're not giving advice here, so don't take this, but I know that I've done this. Sometimes you get caught in a little bit of a current in a river. You just go with it. You know, you just kind of let it take you. Um, don't fight against it, right? Yeah, it but, sounds like she could have panicked. Yeah, maybe, maybe there was a panic. We don't, I don't know. But the argument is, and and the case did settle, by the way, and that's why we're, uh, there's not a disclosed uh, amount of money for the ch- for their child. Um, but um, the issue was, should they have insisted on, you know, uh, life jackets being on the boat, which I believe they're supposed to be on there no matter what. Um, due to the fact that I don't care if she says I don't want one or not, they're supposed to be sit on the boat. And the second thing is, is you know, failure to warn is what their argument is, the plaintiff's argument about 
the currents, the, the you know, the debris. You, can, you know, you can get caught on debris. Maybe there's a branch underneath or something that you can get caught on. But um, so the, the case settles. That's For some reason, I have it in my head that she went in the water to do something to help her son at that time. And then uh, the boat drifted away from her, and she could not close that gap. Yes, now I believe that. The, yeah. boats, the boats do drift away. I've yeah. been in lakes, and you sit there. Next thing you know, your boats, you know, we jump in. Yeah. But we jump in with our life jackets on, right? And then we'll float around the boat. And when, when the boat's in the lake, next thing you know, the boat's floating away. That's not unusual. Yeah. That's, no, that's and, the, and this was a pontoon boat, which right. you know, makes Tough it higher and more difficult to get up unless you're on the right part of the right. boat to get up on. And I'm not, we're not second-guessing, but I'm thinking, okay, the pontoon boat is, is blowing away. And, and I got my son here. He's in a life jacket. He's okay. He's going to be okay. You know, it's, it's, you know just not. We'll do something to, I don't know. I don't so know. Just looking at a little bit of research here, People Magazine had an article on it from a while ago where they, quoting an investigative report, said that Rivera actually had suffered from vertigo previous in her life that was exacerbated when she would get in water when it was cold. Uh-huh. And so that may have played a role into it. Um, she had been treated for that, and by all accounts, while she knew she had vertigo, had it under control with certain medications, whether that played a role into it, we it's speculative but it was in the report as a possible reason why when some people are like you were 50 feet from shore 50 yards from shore well not if that condition reared its ugly right. head. it doesn't change the distance to shore but it changes your ability to get out of well it. no i'm not saying so, it's 50 even 50 yeah. yard but it wasn't if you look at the lake it's pretty close the, the sides it's not yeah like it's, a wide, it's, it's it's not like a super wide lake yeah 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 and and we don't know the amount of the settlement but what we do know is that the allegations were that the um, the, the the agent for that rented her the um, the boat they did not follow proper protocol and did not give her proper warnings about the conditions on the lake and they didn't force her to take the life jacket herself which they should have just put it on the boat. Well, forget the, it. Should, I, it should I, have been on. No, the boat. it's supposed it's a, to be on the boat anyway. Yes. It's a state law. I mean, it's, yes. it's got to be on yeah. the boat. Yes. And so, so there was a potential for liability. Sounds like uh, a case we talked about where the duck boats. Remember we're talking about those oh, yeah. duck boats? Oh, yes. That was an issue yeah. we were talking about. You go back and type in duck boat on Radio Law Talk in our podcast, and you can hear that. But look, one where no matter what the situation, sad situation, um, and, and not, without getting into detail about my firm or what we do, we've got a case like this. Not not with a drowning, but you know, where, where, you know, where, where proper things followed on a lake and with boating and, and pontoons and, uh, you know, tie downs, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what we've, we work on. So sad, sad news, no matter what, these are sad times when something like that happens really quick. We're just really quick before we jump to quick takes, uh, uh, the Todd, let, let's talk the bomb, the, the Boston marathon bomber. What's the deal there really quick. So if you recall, after the trial, the jury found him guilty and death penalty was imposed, and then it was appealed. The appellate court vacated the death penalty, uh, citing some alleged irregularities uh, on the part of the judge during the trial and certain rulings. The Supreme Court ruled this last week in favor of the state reinstituting the death penalty. In this case, this was a suit that was appeal that was brought by the Trump administration, but then the Biden administration also agreed with the appeal. Anomalous issue, though, the attorney general for the United States has now instituted a a ban on the death penalty. So while the administration supported the appeal to the Supreme Court, 
and the Supreme Court now has reinstituted the death penalty, death penalties on on cases in the federal level are not being carried out on executive order from the attorney general. So it's not it's not like he's subject to that, but look, that can change with any change in the presidencies. And that's no different with what California governors do. Ab- absolutely. Now, I saw that um, that J- Justice um, Clarence Thomas wrote the um, uh, the opinion. Um, was this an unanimous? No, it was. It was a what is it? A six to three ruling and it was decided along conservative lines the six conservative justices voted in favor of um, upholding the death penalty the three liberal justices voted against okay thank you very much for that information uh usfl those of you who don't remember the usfl i sure do remember the usfl because i was in college at the time that that was big and i still remember i I knew an individual by the name of steve young a quarterback for the 49ers and he was one that was one of the big franchise USFL payments went to Steve Young, but uh, we're going to talk about it next 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 week because Cal, I think we've got quick takes coming on. I do, and USFL, by the way, stands for your football is lousy. Anyway, <laughs> wasn't great quality of a game, but I know that there are quick takes of which all of you have. Todd, may I start with you, please? Sure. Going back to the first hour, and Cal, your quick case or no case about the. Uh, Ten Commandments, I will just say this. You folks, you're going to learn a lot of stuff on Radio Law Talk. Accurate biblical chronology is not, not on one that of list. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> setting us straight. Denise, do you have a quick take for us? I do. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say that Meghan Markle is going to file a motion to dismiss, and it's going to be granted because her perception of what her childhood was about has no way impact or defames her um, sisters. Her older sister did not have any responsibility to raise her. Mer- uh, Markle. Fair enough. Fred, what is your quick Tragic news this week. First, it's letting milk duds in the jail. Then it's going to be <laughs> what? What next? Juji fruits, Snickers. Then they're going to open the jails and let the murderers out. Well, that, that, that's not, we're not going to allow that. That's we'll a, be back next week. Thanks for joining us on Radio Law Talk. Thank you very much for all of your quick takes and for your hard work today, team. And that's going to do it for us. We're grateful you listened. We couldn't do it without you. And thanks for being a part of Radio Law Talk. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. It's Wayne Alaroot, and I want to tell you a real story. A husband and wife were driving home from dinner. While stopped at a light, they were suddenly surrounded by an angry mob, and the mob forced open the driver's side door, attempting to drag the husband from the car. But he reached for his Hero 2020 non-lethal weapon. He shot his attacker twice in the chest, unleashing a powerful chemical pepper irritant, forcing the attackers to back off, and the couple escaped safely. No bullets were fired, no lives were lost. 
I know how training and preparedness makes the difference. I've seen and reviewed many guns and self-defense products, and the Hero 2020 is one of the easiest to use, carry, and conceal. Plus, it saves lives. Hero 2020 is a high-powered, award-winning, non-lethal defender. That's why I have one in each of my cars and in multiple rooms of my home and office. To order your own Hero 2020, visit Hero2020.com. Use coupon code WAR for a special discount. Hero2020.com. That's Hero2020.com. State law restrictions may apply.